What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here, sitting across from a co-host. Anaya Vogue. Welcome to Rad Parenting. Hope everyone is doing well. Thanksgiving right around the corner, literally. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. It's this week. <laughs> Thanksgiving this oh, week. Oh, You know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm going to do this. We're in the first 30 seconds. I'm going to mention Canada. <laughs> C- Canadian Thanksgiving is back in October, and I always liked it, but I, like, since I've been in this country, I it's my favorite holiday. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. When I went to uh, Canada and I did shows up, wait, where are you from again? Winnipeg. 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 I was in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I know you were. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, and when I was there, it was Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it was in October, and it was tripping me out because everyone was like, we're celebrating Thanksgiving this weekend. I was like, really? Yeah. Like, right now? <laughs> you don't do it the way that we do Yes. It. You don't do it our way? How inferior. <laughs> I loved it, though. It was yeah. freezing up there, though. Yes. Already. already. I know. Yeah. But the, uh, the shows- there anymore. Yeah, the shows in Canada, super, super fun. Nice. And uh, I, I can't wait to go back there. Um, I, have, you know, uh, just sidebar really quick. When I was in a band- you know, the first time we ever went to Quebec, mm. where they all, a lot of people speak French. Yes. And we were doing all these shows all over Quebec and all over that eastern part of Canada yeah. where they were literally, all the kids that were coming to the show would only, they would speak French and obviously English, but I, I wanted to learn how to say something in, in French. Uh-huh. And I was trying to learn all these sayings and Uh-oh. stuff. And then I just realized, you know what? I'm going to learn something that makes no sense at all, but I'm going to know how to say it perfectly. <laughs> So there was this kid with us that was kind of like our tour manager. Mm-hmm. And at one point I said, hey, can you teach me how to say, I have caught a fish, but I have nowhere to cook it. <laughs> That's so good. So every night on stage, we'd be going through the show. And then all, and, you know, all of a sudden I would just say in French, and I, I can't remember how to say it now, but I would basically tell the whole entire audience, I've caught a fish, but I have nowhere to cook it. And if you've ever <laughs> just imagine like fifteen hundred people just yeah. all of a sudden like, just going what yeah because they would just look at me like so good they would just look at me like so check it out he's <laughs> singing in a band and at some point he decided to catch a fish and he's just looking for a place to cook it <laughs> yeah and then it was funny because after the show people would come up to me and then like they'd be like you know if you want to bring that fish to our you know <laughs> just like a dude cruising around just catching fish don't got anywhere to cook them what's up. Uh, hey, first of all, I want to thank everyone. Uh, last week's episode, all of the questions, it made uh, a basically a ton more questions come in. Oh, yay. Yeah. So that was super, super cool. Keep them coming at radparenting at gmail.com. Also, so many more reviews. We appreciate that more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always go to iTunes and do that. And last but not least, please follow us on Instagram, radparenting. And also, uh, hit us a text. Parenting, the word parenting to 313131, and we send the show to you uh, usually a little bit earlier than everyone else that subscribes to it. It really doesn't make a difference, but it also lets you guys uh, uh, in on anything that Anae and I are doing. So do that. Text the word parenting to 313131. And now we're going to drop it in the show, and this we're going to go off script here. <laughs> we're no- never on script, Joseph. Yeah, but, well, you know, at least... I feel when we come in here, we, we, if we take a title of a show, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, we'll have a show on, you know, something to do with toddlers or we'll have a show mm-hmm. or something, you know, the, the sexual, sexual misconduct yeah, show that yeah, we just yeah. did, which was so, gosh, the timing on that, it's mm-hmm. just gotten insane. Uh, with all that said, I was, I was doing a show and I was down in, um, I was down South and I headlined these two shows and some people that listen to Rad Parenting came to the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome. And we're talking and we're hanging out. 
And at a certain point, they told me this this story, and I just literally, I go, I gotta, do, I gotta do an episode. We gotta do an episode on mm-hmm. this, and I literally uh, wrote it into my phone, and then I text you the next day. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this with if you've got kids in the car right now and you're like hey we always listen to ride parenting together which i don't think you do because i always liken this to we're magicians and we don't share our secrets with people that aren't magicians and the people that aren't magicians would be kids (laughs) so with that said uh this happened okay follow me on this anaya it's like a three-part show today okay there's a lot going on i'm ready okay all right First thing I'm going to let everyone know right now, this episode involves sex toys. Just throwing it out there. I know a lot of you are Everybody like, just turned up the dial. Yeah. And I know right now everyone's like, how is he going to get into this? All right. I'm going to, this is what I'm going to tell you. This is what happened. Okay. A family living together, right? They're all hanging out. Uh, mom and dad together. Everything's cool. They've got two kids, some teenagers, uh, and um, basically a 13-year-old teenager snooping around in mom and dad's room found mom's sex toy <laughs> her extracurricular activity her that he wasn't expecting that, that he did one. not expect to find mm-hmm. and it broke him he found this like thing short-circuited his just brain. full on just imagine your you know when your computer just like all of a sudden just goes to black or your phone just dies on you just just couldn't even fathom that his mom has this Uh and now basically what had happened was when he found it went and went to his dad and said do you even know who you're married to wow and the dad you know is like you know the only thing i can compare it to is and i don't know how the dad reacted but you know when i tell you people that listen to rad parenting always know that there's never a time that these conversations happen. Remember the time I told you guys I was watching the Giants Dodgers game <laughs> and Nate just dropped a bomb on me yeah. or you know, I'm yeah. telling you. So imagine this dad's just cruising along. Hey, what's up, buddy? Do you know who you're married to? What kind of, you know, oh my why? Because look what I found. Whoa. And of course, he has to be like, I've never seen that before. You know. <laughs> You know, and his nose grew like Pinocchio, Beep. you know? So, okay. I don't know how the dad handled it, but mm-hmm. the, this is where you come in, Anaya, mm-hmm. because it's it, the, this is the part that got me like, oh no. Now the son is so just mortified, grossed out, just like my mom really, mm-hmm. uh, God knows to where, you know, if, if, if he knew what it was mm-hmm. and then God forbid, man, I hope that he didn't go on the internet to be like, what's this used for? Yeah. Because those, uh, those images and the way that could be, uh, perceived could be pretty gnarly. Yeah. And now he doesn't want to talk, you know, he's like, I c- he can't talk to his mom. He's just, mm-hmm. he's just totally just like what, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blown away. I'd like, yeah. it, and, and that was where I was like, oh my gosh, I got to ask Anaya. Because the thing that was going through my head, and this is the three things, and then I'll shut up, is this. Is because anybody that has parents, I always, anybody has parents, anybody that has kids, I always <laughs> say the same thing. Hey, man, you know, as much as your room is your room and everything, and I know, and we'll talk about this, there's there's the respect of privacy, there's the respect of boundaries, there, you can teach those to your kids, but check it out. 
a friend comes over, let's go in mom and dad's room. Let's yeah. cruise in here. You know, I went, I remember I, as a kid, I went to my best friend's house. What did we find? We found their weed. What did we do? We smoked it all because we knew they couldn't bring it up to us. What are they going to oh. say? Hey, did you smoke our weed? You smoke weed. Uh, you know, right. so we did it and we snooped and we found it. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that question. And then the, the next question, um, is as parents, do we start hiding our like personal private life? Be, you know, whatever right. it is, a photo album of us when we were kids or, right. or, you know, just that whole box. Right. You know, there's life before parent. It's, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the last thing and the most important thing is how does the mom and the son regain that connection and balance again and get through this hurdle? Now, right. all kidding aside, it's not the worst thing to find in your parents' room, okay? I think, though, when you're 13 and you're discovering who you are and yeah. sex and and just the whole idea of it, I mean, let's admit it. Did you ever hear your parents being yeah, it intimate? It was not my favorite thing to think about that. No, but or, I'm just saying, did you ever? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was... I, one time, you know, my mom just, I came home at a time, I think, was a little earlier than I was supposed to get home. And it, you know, I was in my room and it was just a, it was, it was, it was tough the next morning to be like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know? Um, so imagine that to the next level for mm -hmm. this young boy. Okay. I have talked for eight minutes okay. and I know that the, the, the fans of Anae are like, all right, Joseph, time for you to be <laughs> quiet. We've got it. So there's, there's the setup okay. for you. Yeah. And go. Okay. So I think I actually want to start with the last piece, which okay. is just sort of an acknowledgement that it's natural. And if we, you know, if we reflect on our own feeling with our parents, really about anything, like it doesn't have to be the sex piece. I think that there's a natural feeling within us when we're children that we sort of put our parents in a different category. And it's not because we think they need to be perfect or there's even that much thought in it. It's that we... We, it helps us feel safe to kind of feel like our parents are, at least until we reach adolescence, sort of holier than thou. Like, I want to believe that my parents can walk on water because that makes me feel safe in the world. They, that they'll do anything, they can be anything, blah, blah, blah. So, um, so there's some of that at play here because it's, it's one of those moments almost like when you see your teacher, like one of your, I can remember in elementary school, like seeing a teacher out in the world and be like, she leaves the classroom? Like, what? Yeah. She goes to the bathroom? Like, uh, uh, so Nate, there's some of that in here. Nate, once when he was a, a kid, uh, one of the teachers uh, uh, had McDonald's. Uh-huh. And he was like, Mrs. Wilson eats McDonald's. <laughs> and then she's like, okay. yeah. And everyone everyone got bummed. Yes. You know, yes. like, well, I can't believe it. You're a teacher. You're never supposed to eat McDonald's. So and, and so here's the thing is part of the part of the deal with putting someone on a pedestal is it sets them up for a fall, which actually can be more devastating to the person who's put that person on the pedestal than for the person falling off the pedestal. Yeah, right. In this case, absolutely. And in this case, it's supercharged. Um, and I and I don't know enough about the the details of this this particular family and how they've um, approached the the topic of sex and how sort of naturally it's been it's been discussed here and there or how openly affectionate this, mom and dad this, are. How about this for this conversation? Let's let's 
let's because I want to I wanted to put in context for the parents that listen to our show. Right. I want to put in the context that um, that there has been conversations about sex. It's not a taboo subject. So so they so you know honestly they, yeah. I would I would have a heart. So I think that let me put it this way instead. Let's just say this is a this is why it is important that we have ongoing conversations and our children get glimpses of us as sexual beings, which let me be clear, <laughs> does not mean you're like, you know, having sex out in the living room or being, you know, extra loud and not really being like, oh, whatever. I mean, the kids need to know we have sex. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just in terms of the way that the topic is handled in everyday life, that it's not a taboo subject, that you're not squirming every time it comes up, that you're not like, turn off that TV, you know, because somebody's, you know, being shown being intimate with another human being yeah. or, um, or not being openly affectionate with your partner in front of your kids. So this is one of the prime examples that you have brought to the show of plenty of times where you're saying the conversations need to happen age appropriately. Yeah. But in this case, Earlier than later. That's right. So that in the case of this particular, the mortification, is that a word? Yeah, sure. Let's go with uh, it. That this boy is having yes. in regards to his mom and just yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this happened. Right. Uh, may have been, it would be a little lighter of a blow. That's right. If if there was more discussions about That's it. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> exactly. Okay. Um, How, now, okay, mm -hmm. with all that said. Mm-hmm. If you if the if you could talk to this mom right now, she comes to you and now, oh my gosh, she tells right. you the whole story. What do I do? How do okay. I reconnect? Yeah. So the first thing that the first thing that has to happen, especially because he went to dad first, is dad's role is really really important here. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that he went to dad and said, "Do you even know who you're married to?" Like I don't know what dad said, but. And even if, you know, it, it, even if the dad fumbled, because I can understand that's a sucker punch. You are not expecting oh. your kid to be like, guess what I found? Do you know who you're married to? So, so totally natural. We know, we here listening to Rad Parenting know dad is 100% human being, flawed, is going to make mistake and, and mistakes and is going to, in a moment like that, probably be like, oh, but yeah, but yeah. like, um, yeah. I got to get back to you I on think that. at that point you do, you just have to keep repeating the question. Do I know who I'm married to? Yeah. <laughs> I always feel that I've Let always, me, right. do I, yeah, I know. Do I know yeah, who yeah. I'm married to? <laughs> That's a good question. Do I know who I'm married right. to? Let so, me get back to you on that. Right. So whatever, whatever the initial response is with the, in the sucker punch moment, it is extremely important that dad come back and have a conversation with his son about absolutely understanding who he's married to and that this incredible human being that he's married that has many many you know different facets to her personality and that one of the one of the ways that two people who love each other express that love for each other is in, in, through engaging in, in sex in yeah. various forms. Um, that being said, it is something that is very personal and intimate and private between, dad and mom mm -hmm. and you know it is kind of a like this is what happens when you snoop like and, and this is another thing I've got to say to you parents like if you want your kids to respect and really understand the value of privacy you need to lend that you need to demonstrate the same thing with them which does not mean it's a total free-for-all of course we kind of got to keep our eyes open because these children are a responsibility but that's why it's important I, I remember growing up with um, one of my close friends whose parents would not let her have her door closed her bedroom door closed ever and I that was not the case in my house it is extremely important that if you're going to say we are adults 
we have this, our bedroom is our private space and we should not have to feel like we have to keep things under lock and key because our kids are going to go in there and be snooping in the same way that we don't want you to feel that you would have to keep a diary or, or, you know, something private and under lock and key because you think that your parents are going to come in. We're a family and you need to have a certain degree of privacy. You close your door if you're going to pleasure yourself or you're going to, you know, whatever. Um, and, and by the same token, like this is part of being human. You would not be here, right? If somebody, either we had sex or if it's an adopted child, somebody had sex and, and sex is a really beautiful thing. Um, I'm sorry that you s- chose to snoop and found this thing. Sometimes we find things we're not ready to find when we're breaking rules and snooping into somebody's private things. And all of that said, not in an angry, how dare you, because then you add layers of taboo to this subject. And and I think that that's part of the problem in the first place is this kid is having such a profound reaction, you know, A, because yes, I would, I would argue that even like finding a sex toy is probably, you know, potentially more startling than actually hearing your parents have sex or something like that. Right. That's, that's where, when, when you say that, I was hoping that you would get to that because Mm -hmm. Hearing your parents have, you know, be, being intimate with one another, that's, 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 that's a whole, that's one category. Finding the, the, in, you know, the, the tool, the parenting toolbox in <laughs> yeah. this case, uh, different kind of toolbox, yep. different tools. Uh, I think that's, I think that's just a, just an, uh, for the child. See, I can't even put my, I can't even put my head, I can't even get my head around it for the kid because I can understand the, the, the mind being blown, but I, I want to go to. I want to take a break really quick. Okay, and, and then we'll come back. And then they I want to speak back. more to the dad's role and what. Yeah, because I, I and I actually, I actually have. To, I, I kind of. I think I might have an analogy for it. Okay. Uh, okay. With that said, you're listening to Rad Parenting. Uh, you're gonna hear from our sponsor, and we're right back talking more about finding a sex child, finding a sex toy in mom and dad's room, and dealing with it, and how we can get this mom and son to get back on track again. This is Rad Parenting. Back after this. Welcome back to Rad Parenting, Joe Sim and Anaya Bogue hanging out. Uh, real life scenario uh, that we uh, that I basically had someone at one of my comedy shows come up and say, "Hey, this happened. What do you think?" And now we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. So know that whenever you run into me and we start talking, <laughs> I may we I might may be take it. no. What are the no names will be mentioned to protect the innocent? Uh, okay, so here's the situation. This is what I was just going to say to you. Yeah. Uh, during that break, I was just thinking in my head. If I, uh, if this oper- if this particular situation happens for a parent where, mo- th- where mom or dad or sex, the, the, the kids hear, or they, they find something like this. Okay. First of all, we we're, we're touching on the snooping in mom and dad's room. Mm-hmm. That's one topic. But do you, do you feel though that, that the mom should be like, yeah, that is, that is a, that, you know what that is, that this is a sexual, this is a sex toy Yes, that, that was in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And your father and I have been married. And you know what? We, I hate to break it to you some, but you know what? We love each other and we get, we get intimate. And you know what? Uh, Be grateful for that because your father and I um, had sex to make you and your sister. And that's how we all got here. Okay. You know what? So so now you found you, you like I'm mom and dad are like magicians, you know, and you found part of our trick and you know what? It kind of blew your mind a little bit, but check it out. This is a lesson to you. 
don't look through people's things right. because today you found this, but tomorrow when you're uh, when your roommate in college and you go through his things and you find something out that you didn't really want to know and something that was personal to him, right. it's going to be a little bit different than what you found in my bedroom. Right. And you know what? That's on you. That is on you. What we have in our room wasn't illegal. What we had in our room um, isn't something that we're ashamed of. Right. And and you know what? Welcome welcome to being 13 years old. Yes. You know what that's for. Um, and almost like get over yourself. Yes. Get over it. That because would be I, ideal, Joseph. Would that be ideal? Well done, yes. Because the, the thing that I feel is, is it doesn't the taboo and the weirdness start with, I'm sorry that yes. you found that. We're ashamed. Yes. Oh gosh. I, your father bought that, that when yeah. he was on a trip to Vegas and I didn't want it in this house. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's please, like, don't, <laughs> please don't do that. No, you're absolutely right, Joe. Like, Don't you got to own it? Yeah. We're do. the parents here. Yes. And We're it, the adults. And it's own not it. about like, that's mine. That's none of your business because that also like aggressive, like just shutting yeah. it down. It really has to be. And if it takes you a couple days, yeah, it would take me a couple days, right? Because, and that's, it's all like, it's totally acceptable to say to this, to the initial conversation to be, I am really disappointed right now that you were in snooping in my private things in the same way. And it's always draw these parallels in the same way that you would be upset. If I was digging in your private things, I'm going to take a couple days to sit with this. You clearly look like you need to take a couple days to sit with this. And then we're going to talk and that take that time to get yourself super clear about what our objectives are here as, as human beings and as parents guiding our children to also hopefully fingers crossed and i can't i can't express how important this is we want our kids to be healthy sexual beings it is a core part of being a whole healthy human being and yes. are and if they are healthy core sexual beings mm -hmm. don't we get away from everything that's going on in the news right now with all of these men and the the terrible you know sexual harassment yeah sexual i mean doesn't that all yeah. go away if 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 i mean i can't help but think that what these what's this happening that if some of these guys maybe didn't have the, the sex was a taboo and everything yeah. was a taboo and that these activities might not exist if there was a core communication and a core uh I get, what am, what's the if we were I'm just healthier, for? if we were just healthier around the t the topic of sex and healthier ex expressing ourselves as healthy sexual beings, it yeah. would be very different. And even if not, because I think that there's we talked about this before. There's some there's various you know it's a complex subject when we start talking about sexual harassment. So so would this one thing make it all go away? No, but I can tell you this that the taboo that we put around the topic of sex drives victims into the dark there you because go. they they there's so much shame and taboo around the subject that they immediately go like, I can't tell anybody about this. Like, did I make this happen? What does this mean about me that, that, that this person did this to me? Yeah. And, and unlike any other crime, you know, if any of those men had like stolen from those women yeah. had, had, you know, done something else, those women wouldn't be afraid to tell the authorities question in this particular situation. Do mom and dad both talk to the son together? So it's not just all on mom or does mom have to have a separate conversation or is it mom and dad together as a, as a united front? Like, Hey, check it out. You're snooping in our room. Da, 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 da. You know, this happened. Right. And Hey, we're going to tell you, or is that, is that, I know. I much? think that there would be, I think there would be great strength in that. Okay. I, I think that, you know, use it 
it ba- like make that decision based on you know the kinds of communication that each parent has with the with the child. So in this case, the 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 thing that I like about dad kind of maybe coming out in the forefront, and then he's maybe the one that says, "So we're going to sit down, the three of us, you, me, and your mother." Mm-hmm. And or you're anyway, um, but maybe that first conversation, you know, I was really thinking about that question. And I think it's important that dad speaking to his son really go to bat for, for the mother, because if this is at all playing into like a woman who's a sexual being is just unacceptable or that it just this kid can't get his head around it. it, it plays into the the Madonna whore complex, the whole like, you know, either you're a mother and you're like doing everything for everybody else and you're this pristine little blah, 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 or you're a woman that has sex. We need to like get rid of that whole thing. And it set, would be sending him out into the world. Um not as equipped as I'm sure these parents want him to be, or we collectively as parents want our children to be by feeding into that. Um, So I think that for dad to step up and be like, I absolutely know who I'm married to and I'm happy to be married to her. And she is an extraordinary person who does this, 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 and this, and is also a sexual being as am I, as you will be one day when you're ready for that. But this is a core part of who we are as human beings. And, and so I think that, and then having the, the, the sit down with mom and dad really as a united front being like, you know, first of all, let's talk about the snooping. Sex, second of all, let's talk about we are going to like if we haven't done a good enough job making it clear that sex is not a taboo subject in this house, that we believe it is a healthy, normal part of being a whole human being, um, then then that's going to change right now. And and we're sorry that this is what it took to bring us there. But now we're all going to be on track. If you have questions, we want you to ask if we have, you know, and also acknowledging like, because I think it's important to meet people where they are. I understand that that would have been kind of a blow. Like, you haven't seen mom and dad in that light. Or you haven't seen mom in that light. And, and you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you that, you know, in the same way that it's important for us to be healthy sexual beings, we want you to feel comfortable expressing yourself in this house or in the privacy of your own room, you know, or whatever. So what you're saying right there, and you always say it, teachable moment. As uncomfortable as this is for these parents, as uncomfortable as it is for their son, this is a teachable moment that has to be embraced. And that's the whole thing about parenting that I've learned, you've learned, and all of us that listen to this show know that these teachable moments always come at the strangest time and you're never prepared for them. And sometimes the ones that are most difficult, like, and and just think about this, you know, folks, in terms of your day-to-day interactions or just like moments you've had with your partner where it's like, it feels like the world is going to end because you've hit like some kind of bump that just feels like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to make it through this one? And those are the ones in my experience that take it to the next level. Like if you can get through, if you can do that deep dive because a big nerve has been hit on the other side of it, you have made progress and, and growth and the bond between you as a couple. And so I don't think it's any different when we hit these bumps with our kids. I'm a firm believer of anything that means anything in this world it has to get uncomfortable for yep. it to mean something. Yeah. Anybody and I and I and I've even said that as as my whole entire life, like any like any artist I loved or any any band I loved, I'm like, they had to go through terrible, hard, uncomfortable times to make that breakthrough as an artist and get to they are. And I feel that with being a parent, 
any moment in, at least in our household, where I felt, oh my gosh, this is the end. This is this conversation is going to be so difficult that when I'm on the other side of it, it's always been for the better. Yeah. And and it's almost a gauge of how uncomfortable I feel that I go, Joe, you're really uncomfortable with talking about this. Joe, you really feel uncomfortable. This is really out of your wheelhouse. And then the other voice says, dude, go for That's it. That's why you because need to do right it. now the thing that's letting your mind know how important this is, is because your first instinct is I'm out of here. I yeah. am not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Do I know who you do? What kind of woman did I marry? I don't know. You're right. She's moving out tonight. We're getting her out of here. How dare her? Yep. That is terrible. You know, like the, when I start that. having that reaction, yeah. I'm like, you know what? That's my mind saying, you know what? You got to dive and dig deep yep. and, and have that conversation. Um, I want to, before we get out of here, I do want to, um, I'm just going to throw something out on the table. Mm -hmm. This is just a Nan Joe. Mm -hmm. We're taking off our rad parenting hats. Okay. Just parent, just, we're going to put on just parenting mom and dad's hat. Okay. You know, there, there's a, I, I, I think because of my own experience when I found the weed, mm -hmm. you know, we went, we went through were... our, <laughs> my best friend's mom and dad's room and we found, you know, their stash of, uh, good times. I've, I've just as a parent always known, like as much as this my room and as much as this my house, you know, things like that, um, we, you know, we're gonna have to be super aware of what we're going to have in our room. Yeah. You know, cause uh, curiosity is also very natural. Yeah. And I, and I, and I know that we're saying, Hey, you really don't want to, you know, you want to teach your kids about not snooping, but I also feel that that's another thing that you have to start talking about early on mm -hmm. when, when, when they're young about privacy mm -hmm. and about their room and your room right. and, and doing that so that they don't think that it's cool to go through people's things. Right. So yes. you're, you're saying that those conversations are also something, and we've never, you know, we've never talked about like privacy as parents, I don't think we've ever done a show where we're like, yeah, we, we should maybe do one. And I don't know what, I don't know if, if I'm saying the, the right word, um, it, that it, it, what would that be? Like the conversation that you would have? Cause we're not saying, you know, that, that kids, they need to learn how to deal with other people's privacy, but what are the, what's the term I'm looking for? What would be the, what would be the, if we were to do a show on that, where people are learning, you're looking at me like, am I not making sense right now? Yeah. No, you I'm, know just what I'm, I'm just trying to say, because to me I, it is privacy. Yeah. Is I, I guess like, what I'm trying to say is, I, I, you know, we talk about, you need to eat right. Um, yes. you know, Hey, let's talk about, uh, you know, we talk plenty on the show about turning sex education. Uh, we, you know, so many different topics on the show, but one of the topics, like, I don't even know what the term would be, would be, um, respecting, I guess that would be it. Re yeah, respecting, respecting each other's privacy. Privacy. That's right. Which, which kind of because I don't like know if extension. I've ever talked to my kids about that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's not it, to me. It's under sort of a broad umbrella, like where we've talked about like bodily autonomy. Like there is something about like every individual having this right to like their own like individual space, space yeah. and their own yeah like their own personal expression or ex personal exploration whatever that means writing in a diary or yeah. playing with a sex toy like i'm yeah. sorry to you know that's just it's all or doing both at the same time or doing <laughs> <laughs> no i like that idea yeah. because we've talked the body autonomy was right there was what when i was scrambling mm -hmm. for those words you nailed it i almost feel like uh the we need to teach our kids about the just personal space autonomy. Right. Like this is your, 
room. This is yeah. here. And then I have mine. That's right. And there's a difference. You can right. come in here whenever you want. I can come into your room right. and we can talk, but you have a diary. I'm not going to open that right. up. I want you to learn that so that, so that, that, um, that line that, uh, your kid grows up knowing, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to snoop through my college roommates mm-hmm. or just my roommate, mm-hmm. the, his things or her things. Right. And also it's just, I think, I think that the one thing I would say is just to be careful that when it comes to like privacy around sex and some of this is like, you know, we've got it, we're, we're bringing in like from our parents' generation and how we grew up or whatever, but is it's such a, it's such a fine line in the way that we express it to be like, this is a normal, healthy thing that people engage in in yeah. private because yeah. it's intimate and it's vulnerable and blah, blah, blah versus like, this is a thing that is private. And it has that like <laughs> that edge to it that that makes it taboo, that God, makes kids yeah. just shut down and be like, oh, this is clearly something that yeah. mom and dad don't want to talk about. Yeah. It must be a thing I don't go to them and talk to. about. And we want our kids to come to us, ladies and gentlemen. We want our kids, we want to be the source of information, which means we have to do our own homework to make sure we have accurate information to help support, you know, their their curiosity, um, shutting them down is always going to make them go somewhere else that they are going to get less reliable information from people that don't care about them as much as we do. Yeah. I, and, and, and to end it right there, I think that is the whole goal of what we're doing. Hopefully what the parents that are listening to this show is, is that if we can, this generation of parenting for the kids that we're parents to even get rid of more of the stigma and the fear and the, the, just the attitude that you and I grew up with around sex. I know, you know what I'm saying? Our generation, I know in in your household, it was different probably in my household, but also in my household, it was never some taboo subject. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't a weird thing, but it was weird enough that still when my kids and I've you know gone through my questions that have been ans- asked to me mm-hmm. still I'm still herky jerky but the fact that they're asking Joe speaks yeah. volumes about the the, I mean, the any, environment yeah. that you've created for them honestly yeah. like for Nate to be dropping bombs like that you know yeah. during the Dodgers game like that's a yeah. that shows that he feels comfortable coming to you and yeah. it's those moments that are so critical that we we if we blow it that we come back and we fix it as quickly as we can and ideally we are like uh, you know, ears open and, and happy that they're curious. Just like if they were asking us about anything, else. learning that you can, learning that you can blow it and say, Hey, you know what? I answered that question wrong the first time. Or if you're, if you're on your game and you say, Hey, that's a good question. Let me get, let me get the information for you. Those that, that scenario right there is so important for me as a parent, because it really made a difference for me knowing that I can blow it and then yeah. come back and say, Hey, remember what I told we were talking about yesterday? Uh, check it out. This is, this is the real deal because I, I don't, I feel as, Sometimes when we're parents, we feel like we got we got to be this like this person that has all the answers you're all right. the time. Then when you give a bad answer, you're almost like, well, if I come back and change it, then it shows my weakness. That's right, which no. is total BS. Yeah. And if you're tuning into Rad Parenting for the first time, and we've been talking about sex toys and sex, <laughs> and you feel that I've been scrambling for my words, that is because I was. <laughs> It's still uncomfortable. It's not always like this. We're getting there. Yeah, it's we good. are. And we have to acknowledge You're that. You're way better than it than me, though. 
Well, but but it, that, it's it's taken practice, and and also I think that we have to cut ourselves a little bit of slack and acknowledge where you are. And it, this is a learning curve. And our parents were of a different generation where there was probably a lot less comfort. I was very fortunate to have parents who were very comfortable with the subject, um, and and that I'm now taking that to the next level with mine. And it's just so 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 important. Um, that I hope that parents will hear this and be like, this is a worthwhile investment for me to do the work to, to, to come at this subject with a comfortable disposition so that my kids feel like they can come to me and they're not out there feeling around, feeling their way around in the dark and making mistakes that could have really devastating consequences. Hey, and just like anything else in this world, the more you do something, the less it becomes uncomfortable. Exactly. And I really feel that this particular topic with our kids is something the more you talk about and the less it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And so practice with each other. Like, I was just going to say that. Let me just say, like, even that difficult conversation, mom and dad might have to sit down and be like, so let's talk about the sex toy. Practice with each other, talking through like, okay, so here's what we're going to say. So I'm going to say this so that by the time you're actually uttering the words in front of the kid, you're so grounded and so clear and that that the kid's going to read that energy and be like, oh, it's all going to be okay. I agree. You know, come with a PowerPoint presentation, music (laughs) cues, uh, photos, just like, check it out. You ready to go? Cue music. Mom and dad, sex toy. Okay. With all that said, thank you so much uh, for everything. All of the reviews, all of the emails, all of that. Please keep them coming. Radparenting at gmail.com. Also send a text parenting to 313131 and also write a review if you can on iTunes. With that said, my name is Joe Sib and Anaya Bogue. We're out of here. Late. Late.